Hello and welcome to the Dustin and Eric podcast show brought to you by Mimosa Networks. Hi, I'm Dustin. And I'm Eric. Today we're on episode number 22. We're talking about gender. Uh, gender A and B in the Mimosa radios, people, not, you know, other stuff. Even though it's Pride Month, so we're talking about TDMA protocols. So, special guest is Jeff Jones from Mimosa Support. Hey guys, good to see you again. Uh, I guess he's not really a special hey, guest anymore. He's kind of like a, a permanent resident of the show. I so am. I am. Uh, I guess that means you have to be here every episode from now on. As long as you keep paying me, I'll be here. Uh, okay, not a problem. <laughs> hey Jeff, can you hand me my coffee and make it double? No, I'm kidding. Here you go. <laughs> All right. So today's main course is: Should I be using gender A or B? So on the AP Link page in your backhaul radio or your access point radio. You can change gender between A and B if you're not in auto mode. Auto mode only applies to backhaul radios. Um, so here's a, an example of switching between 248 milliseconds and then gender A5050, A7525, B5050, B2575. So a lot of people will go, what does that mean? So we're, today we're going to talk about gender A or gender B and what that means. So the importance of GPS and clock accuracy. Uh, a highly accurate and precise clock is needed for time-based protocols like TDMA to work reliably, uh, especially across back-to-back links. Uh, this is because radios at the s- same site must synchronize their communication to avoid interfering with one another. Yeah, so, so if your radios are in uh competition with each other in their gender roles, what will happen is one radio will be transmitting while the other one is receiving, and that other radio will actually show up as uh, interference uh, on the actual spectrum because it will no longer mask that uh, transmission because it will be receiving on the other side. So uh, for those of you watching from home, this is an example of uh, somebody who hasn't got the same gender at the same location. So you can see that they're transmitting and receiving at the same time, so it's causing interference. Right. So if we go back here, and we have an example of A, B, B, A configuration for uh, for genders. So you've got both A's transmitting at the same time and both B's transmitting at the same time. Yeah, I always likened it to, I'm a terrible dancer, but they say if you do the waltz and you stay in time with... The, the music that even a bad dancer looks halfway decent. So mm-hmm. when your gender is matched correctly, uh, you know, even in a, a rough or high noise RF environment, uh, the proper gender selection will mitigate uh, interference just because of uh, how that uh, opens and closes the, uh, the transmit and receive window accordingly. Is it, is it a good idea still for some channel separation? Even though I'm using, say, B and B on the uh, co-located backhauls, and uh, the A radios are coming in. What if this A radio sees this other guy on the, on the back, uh, the, say, nearby on the backside of the other 5-gig radio? We still want some uh, separation in there when, when possible. Yeah, even if you're not on the same channel, uh, that's a good point, Eric. If, you, if you're not on the same channel, it's kind of a rule of thumb to... Uh, entertain the idea of having the same gender on the same tower just for that very reason. If you have, say, five or six different uh, uh, access points on the same tower and say those each of them are in a different channel, by having the same gender selection on the, all those uh, said radios, uh, it would, again, mitigate any type of uh, uh, co-location interference or even um, 
co-location uh, frequency interference. So what's what's keeping uh, in TDMA, et cetera, what's, what's keeping the, the radios accurate, the time in the clock circuits in these radios? Yeah, actually, that's done through the GPS sync. Uh, each of our um, B-series radios and our A5, A514, A5C uh, radios have a built-in GPS receiver, which uses the atomic clock that's built into each of the satellites there as a timing mechanism to ensure that the uh, millisecond window uh, is adhered upon for all the radios that are being uh, controlled by that GPS sync. Right, so it's called a... Uh a fixed super frame, or at least it is for, for our technology. Yep. And it can be modified in several ways. So again, that's the traffic split we talked about earlier, and then the, the TDMA gender, which is what we're talking about right now. And uh, for those of you who can uh, see this and aren't just listening to it, I do have a, a slide here on the screen that kind of breaks it down a little bit for you. So what's it? <clears throat> so I have two links. I've got I'm, I'm co-located. I get two B5s on uh, on the tower, mm-hmm. um, and I've got one one traffic shaped at uh, say seventy five twenty five, and the other guy's fifty fifty. Not an issue. It is an issue. They both have okay. to be the same uh, traffic split and gender, okay. and the same time TDMA window as well. Okay. Yep. Um, also, uh, it goes back to our last episode, episode twenty one, where you need to have a, a decent angular separation between the radios as well. So you can have four B5s on the same tower without overlap. You can have eight B24s on the same tower without overlap. So if you're overlapping your antenna patterns, you will have interference if you're using the same channel. I actually had a chat earlier today where somebody had two B24s sitting right next to each other, shooting to the same point on the Mm -hmm. other building, Mm -hmm. wanting to use frequency reuse, and that's uh, impossible. I guess another thing that you can do is look at the chat, the bandwidth too. You know, you're running a, a single eighty. Maybe you can drop that, drop that down, or, or into say a two by forty or, or a single forty, or depending, um, and then separate the, the two the two uh, channel the two forty meg uh, widths here up and down part of the spectrum if you've got that available in your spectrum, right? Yeah, but I think one of the first things that I see a lot of customers have uh, confusion about is how. RF operates and how it's received and transmitted from actual radio. When it transmits from the radio, it's a very, very tight pattern. But as it's being received on the other end, it's no longer a tight pattern. So we like to encourage our customers to have at least 10 feet of uh, physical lateral and uh, vertical separation uh, from the other radio because when that signal is coming in from the uh, the horizon, if you will, and you say you have a couple radios that are coming in from that horizon, um, those uh, those signals are not tight like it is when it comes off the uh, propagates off the radio. So, you know, having some separation, like Dustin said, really helps a lot. And I think it's one of the first mis- common mistakes I see customers having where they put the radios right next to each other and wonder why. They're having uh, high SP errors or uh, a lot of noise floor issues. So, and, and in the same line, look at multiple towers. Maybe you don't have a single tower. You've got two right. or three or a couple of masts. Right. And that, you know they're separated by X meters uh, or so. So you could have uh, you could have in, so incoming uh, traffic is still interfering on tower B over here, right? Right. So there's a lot of lot of stuff in play. Yeah, that's where you know GPS is uh, is an excellent way to mitigate again. Uh, uh, frequencies, but it's not the only thing that you need to be concerned with, like Dustin had mentioned in our previous uh, episode, um, having uh, physical separation of the radios from each other will always help you in the performance. 
Right. Um, so, Jeff, in your professional uh, opinion, how close do the towers or locations need to be to be using the same gender or a different gender so they're not interfering with each other? Because I know a lot of people do, say, micropops, and they've got, you know, micropops every, you know, 600 meters or something like that. Yeah, I think in a point-to-multipoint uh, scenario, I'll give you the official answer. You know, it's the engineering answer. It's It, it depends. Um the, the thing that you need to be concerned with is if that other radio can literally see the other radio in its spectrum. So one easy way to do that is to do a, a physical site survey. Uh, you can use the survey built into the radio and um, see what kind of a signal strength you're seeing. Mm -hmm. If the signal strength is, say, 80 uh, dBm or negative 80 dBm or, or, or less, then you may be able to get away with a different gender. But if it's... Uh, negative 80 or say 70 or higher, then uh, you may want to consider uh, using the same gender so that so you're if, not interfering. Right, so if you're looking at, you're scan, say, scan for ID or you're just looking at the five gig field out there. So looking for, at, you'll see your access points out there coming in. Right. And you'll see other folks uh, five gig coming in. That's right. And then you'll look at the, the, the negative levels. I think we get some AGC or some thresholds and we know we can't connect it whatever, some magic number, with NAG 81 on this radio or something, 83, said no matter what, and, and you tried to do your best, rescan, kind of line things up and rescan, it's still at NAG 81, and everything's uh, lined up, not going to not gonna link up. You've yeah, got something I, ob obstruction, you've got some interference, you've got something right. going on. Right, right. And I think the one thing that I would also uh, encourage folks is to understand that um, the GPS sync only applies to Mimosa radios. Stop stealing my thoughts, man. Hey, you know, I'm reading it to your That's mind That's fine. There. Go for it. He's well, looking at his Jedi. Well, I'll let you speak right more here. to it, but one of the things that I've seen is folks uh, using other competing technologies and that have a GPS uh, element built into their, into their radios. Um, that's all well and good, but unfortunately, uh, our uh, TDMA technology slash GPS sync is exclusive to Mimosa, just like any other competitor that's out there. They're using uh, their own um, secret sauce, if you will, to uh, uh, communicate between the radios as well as uh, the timing sequence. So with that being said, I'll let you go ahead and elaborate on that. Sure. I w the only thing that I'll add to what you said is that there's another common misconception that GPS doesn't help mitigate interference from other sources like routers or oh. other vendors, regardless if that vendor has GPS sync or not. Hmm. GPS sync is meant to, again, sync Mimosa equipment it's an, to each other. It's internal timing to the link. Right. Yeah. So just because you have GPS sync doesn't mean you're not going to see less interference oh, from other point. outside sources. Sure. Yep. Yeah, I like the word mitigation because it doesn't eliminate it, but what it does is it compromises uh, – the RF environment uh, with GPS sync, it literally opens and closes the, the, the transmit and the receiving door, if you will. So uh, if there is any type of uh, ex ex external uh, interference, it can you know, shut out the interference uh, while it's uh, transmitting or receiving. All right. So my last question here is, is it gender A or gender B? Which one do we choose? We choose both. No, no. Which, which one are you going to choose? You have to choose one or the other. Oh. A or B. Yep. Well, you know what my answer is going to be. It depends, right? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It depends. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for being on the show. Uh, we really appreciate uh, your Closing help. Closing thoughts. And 
No, closing no closing thoughts. thoughts. Okay. Do you have closing thoughts? No, no, just to close. <sighs> I do have some closing thoughts. One thing I would say is if you are planning your network, don't wait until you start hanging the radios to uh, actually decide which gender A or B you're going to use. Uh, a really good way of, uh, of designing your network is to literally draw it out in a you know, topological type of uh, um, network design. And then you can literally, if you're doing like a series of radios, you can figure out, okay, which radio mm -hmm. will be gender A, gender B, and then plan that early on on paper so that when it comes time hanging the radios, and configuring them, you're not trying to figure it out, but it's already been decided. Right. Perfect. I, I actually draw all my stuff out anyway by hand because it's uh, a lot easier for me to do. Yep. yep. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's it for episode 22. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode where we'll be doing another episode of Help Me Help You. All right. See you, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Please hit the subscribe or follow button to stay up to date with our latest podcast, which will be available on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. 